When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. Smack dab between Madison and Milwaukee in Helenville, Wisconsin, lives Jelly's Market, which welcomes primarily urban folks to meet farm animals, pick produce, or purchase plants, meat, and other goods. With over 40 acres of produce and plants to get started for thousands of visitors, the Knabel family has been busy this spring with all eyes on the weather. Libby Knabel is the youngest daughter on the family farm. She tells me more about how they adjust to Mother Nature. You know, right now for the for the greenhouse, I need a lot of sun. Um, I don't care if it's 40 degrees and sunny or if it's 65 and sunny. I just really need the sun. If when it's cloudy and cold, then it's harder for me to keep the greenhouse warm and for things to be growing. But for you know, we like the rain, but we don't we don't want we don't want too much. You know, it's it's total balance, and we you know. We, we like the cold because it gets rid of things that we don't want, pests and, and weeds and stuff. But we're getting to the point where we kind of need it to start warming up. We need to start uncovering the strawberries. Then when strawberries are uncovered, we don't want it to freeze because then we'll start losing berries. And we, we play, play lots of um, games with Mother Nature a lot during the spring. We want to... We want a dry, warm spring, and then once everything is planted, then we then we want the rain. Um, we never get that every year. It's never never a perfect year, but you know we we work we work around it and we do the best that we can. And you know you you learn to adapt with the weather and you learn to be flexible. And when you plan something for the next day, and then all of a sudden Mother Nature is like, "No, we're gonna have a thunderstorm today." Okay, well I guess we'll do it tomorrow. Or if you know the rain's coming, then you work till eleven o'clock at night to get it all in, and then you're good the next day. You can take a nap. You try to watch the weather. I mean, a lot of times I can predict the weather as well as a meteorologist. You kind of take a lot of the things with a grain of salt. You go with your gut. You go with what you've learned over the years. I mean, my dad's been farming for 30-plus years, and my sister's been farming for almost 10 years, and my mom's the same. So, I mean, I base a lot of, we base a lot of our decisions off of, you know, previous years and all of our notes that we take and, and keep records of, okay, we planted this day, let's try to aim for that. Um, and and you, you hope, you kind of just hope for the best, but you learn to be flexible and you learn to adapt and, and go with go with what Mother Nature gives you. And I'm sure that's a surprise for people unfamiliar with growing food that there's never a guarantee for a crop when it comes to Mother Nature, like with your peaches. And Libby, I know it's early, but what do your crops look like now? And what are you keeping an eye on that could influence your volume of produce? It's still a little too early to, to make that call. Um, if we get a pretty, if we get a hard frost um, in May sometime, that's, that that can sometimes wipe something out pretty quick. Um, last year, I remember standing out in our strawberry field on uh, Memorial Day weekend. I was living in Minnesota at the time. I needed to drive back, but it was going to be like 30 degrees that night, and we had to set up all of our irrigation pipe. It was like 42 degrees outside and cloudy. And I was freezing because we were dealing with water and trying to irrigate because that's how we frost protect our strawberries. And, you know, we still didn't have our, we didn't have a record crop last year because we lost some of the berries because it was so cold. So, 
know, we, we try to frost protect and, and do what we can to mitigate, you know, the, the loss that the weather can bring, but sometimes there's just no way around it. Libby, has your family faced any supply chain issues when it comes to getting seeds or containers this spring? We're pretty on pretty on top of it, so we haven't faced anything too big. You know, there are a few a few seeds that we can't get this year um, that we you know we've had to adjust, obviously, like a lot of other places, and and make changes. But nothing has been too, um, I guess, life changing that we can't get our you know we can't get our hands on. I mean, there there's little things. I mean, there's a, a couple tomato varieties and a you know a pepper variety that. Is a big hit in the greenhouse for us that we can't get, but you know there's something that's at least similar that we can we can provide, and our people are pretty understanding, and you know we're very honest with them. You know we don't if we can't get it, then we you know we tell them that straight out. You know it was a crop failure, or the bugs got in it, or there's no supply for us this year, so we just you know we just can't get it. So we're you know we're very upfront with our customers and and make sure that they always know. How about price increases? Will Jelly's Market need to up prices? For sure. Yeah, we. I mean, we always go up a little bit every year because everything always gets, you know, more expensive and labor costs. We have to be able to afford um, to pay our employees. Um, but it's not, it's not like huge, huge price increases. You know, uh, bakery items are going to go up a little bit this year because um, butter, for example, has, gone up at least three dollars for you know the amount that we buy i don't know what specific amount we buy but you know for a i think it's a box or a case of butter or something my sister said that the cost has gone up three dollars well we use butter in pretty much everything um so we have to have to compensate for that price increase of you know from our supplier to you know be able to at least to kind of make a profit on our bakery items you mentioned labor I know you're reliant on family, but you do need to hire. How many employees do you have? In, you know, during during the summer months, I'd say there's between uh, 25 and 35 employees-ish. Probably 30, right around 30 for all of us. Um, a, a lot of our, you know, a lot of our staff is, you know, seasonal high school kids. We're, we're a very common first job for a lot of kids. I mean, my sister <laughs> does a lot of reference checks for kids that I've worked for her in the past and you know we're we're a very common you know first job we need we need a big labor force for you know strawberry season for sure that's when we need pretty much all hands on deck and during that time that's when we have the most employees but that's three weeks so you know we have a lot of seasonal employees and they come and they work their three weeks and we need them every day and then you know and then a group of them they just work those three weeks and that's it. And then some of them we keep on for longer in the summer to help us harvest, you know, in our garden or do, if it's a dry summer, do irrigation. Um, we keep them on for their whole, the whole summers. Anyone who has a garden knows that it's no easy task, especially if there's acres of produce to take care of and pick. So how is recruiting students to do that work? The big thing for us is word of mouth. Ever since my mom started, she's always, she's always treated all of her employees like they're one of her actual children. I mean, all of all of both my sisters and I, you know, have have worked here and still work here and are still part of it with our employees. They're all, you know, my brothers and sisters, basically, that, you know, I either grew up with or are, are growing up with. Um, and, you know, you fight with your siblings and you don't always see eye to eye with your mom. But at the end of the day, you have a lot of fun. 
Um, you get a nice tan, and you make some money. So you get to meet a whole – the kids just really – I think they really enjoy it because they get to meet lots of other kids from different school districts. They make friends with people that they never would have met. They learn a lot about what hard work is. But we try we make it we make it a lot of fun. You know, we we have fun dress up days and donut day and, you know, just, just small rewards that make their time here really fun and then they go and tell their friends about it and they're like, You should come and work with me at Jellies next year because we do this or you know, this is really fun and so word of mouth is really big for us. And we're even getting to the point where these kids grew up coming, you know, they grew up coming with their parents to come and pick strawberries and visit our farm, and now they need their first job, so they're, they did it when they were five, so they can do it when they're 15. And you can get them through the door at a younger age because you guys have school tours coming up, right? We have a bunch of them scheduled, so they we normally have people come during during strawberry season. That's, they get to pick a a quart of strawberries, they get a tour of the animals, and then they get to do a farm activity, and they're here for about an hour and a half. And we get a lot of the same school groups, but every year we, you know, we add one more to the list. Um, we've been scheduling them since January. Um, it's, sometimes it's hard because we don't always know when uh, strawberry season is going to start. We're pretty, pretty good, pretty good to be solid strawberry season by Father's Day. Um, some years it's earlier, depending on the weather. It's not normally later than Father's Day. You know, we at least have some strawberries by Father's Day. So it's sometimes hard to schedule them. We try not to schedule too early in June just to make sure that we do have them. But sometimes it gets challenging if we schedule too late in June um, because the weather could have moved the berries along. So it's tough, but we have enough other things. You know, if, if the strawberries move quick, you know, the raspberries will be moving quick too. So we'll have raspberries and then, you know, then we just we just change and, you know, talk to the talk to the school leaders and say, okay, well, strawberry season isn't, isn't really going to work, but we can still do your tour. We'll just pick raspberries instead. I think right now we have 10 scheduled um, for the month of June. So, and it's, you know, it's anywhere from 20 kids to 125, I think, is our biggest one this year. That's Libby Knable, who manages employees and heads up the produce harvest at her family's farm, Jelly's Market. Jelly's Market is now open daily. The season starts with hanging baskets, flowers, and vegetable plants and herbs for sale. The asparagus comes up in May. And don't forget, you also have your pick of meat, eggs, honey, syrup, soap, and jams at their farm store. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.